Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today, we're going to be looking at the Netflix horror film known as Puka. Um, from my understanding, this was actually part of an anthology series. Uh, Hulu had the... Um, it had a series called uh, Into the Dark. Uh, it debuted on Hulu back in 2018, right? I want to say like right when Hulu like it first came out. Cause I think Hulu first started doing their own. I don't want to say when Hulu first came out, but when Hulu first started putting out their original content, you know, because they hadn't really because they had been out for a while, but they never really had a whole lot of original content, you know, because by then, you know, Netflix and uh, I think Netflix was probably the only one who had original content because when Netflix came out, a lot of those movies were still doing their own type of buzz. So Hulu came out, I think, that uh, the year before as another streaming service. And then in 2018, they started coming out with their own uh, original content. And they had a series called Into the Dark, which is kind of like American Horror Story where it was like an anthology series. But rather than the whole series kind of being about one show in particular every episode in the series was different and the one that kind of generated enough buzz was the episode called uh puka and this episode was directed by nacho vigalando i'm not sure if i pronounced that right and i apologize but the movie stars nayasha hatandi latasha rose and john daly and it's about a man who it's about a black man uh, living in California, he's a struggling actor trying to find work, and then one day he comes across this uh, this ad for a what looks like a, te- a kid's television show, but he has no idea what it's called, never heard of it before. And then when he gets there, he realizes that it's a guy in the suit. You, it's kind of like a dress-up type thing. You play a character. Well, this character happens to be the goes by the name of Puka, and it looks like a warped teddy bear. It's a little. It looks innocent enough to pass as a kid's toy, but at the same time, it still looks menacing enough to pass for a, uh, a uh, you know, like a horror-themed kind of character, like, you know, Chucky or Annabelle or, you know, even somebody like Freddy Krueger or something like that. You put on the, the costume. But um, for some reason, every time the guy puts on the costume, it takes a hold of him psychologically. And, you know, and it really starts to come out. I thought this was a very, very smart horror film. It's a, it's a psychological horror film that goes, it, it, you honestly, you have no idea whether or not you're watching the whole, you're watching this guy have a mental breakdown or you're watching a guy's delusional psychosis. Like, you don't know what's real and what's not until the very end of the movie. It all kind of comes together at the end in a way that is, beautiful i loved the whole twist ending at the end this was one of one of the best twist endings i've seen in a while this movie came out in 2018 so this was a while back and the fact that you know it wasn't until like 2020 when uh i think the sequel had come out and uh you know i had never heard of it like i saw the sequel and then i had never seen the part one and things like that and I kind of put it put it off to the side and I kind of made the mistake of watching part two and then part one because I was kind of disappointed with part two but I was really impressed with part one 
this the this movie was really good. It was, it's a it's a pretty good performance from everybody in the movie. Um, but the the story and the way it's executed is what really got me. It reminded me of movies like The Sixth Sense and Unbreakable, like those early M. Night Shyamalan movies where the twist ending at the end really gets you. Like a movie like um, uh, Goodnight Mommy or um, uh, what's another movie like that where the twist just comes out of nowhere. Um, man, it's kind of hard to narrow it down to horror movies that are psychological thrillers, but when you get there, when you get to the end, you realize that, you know, like the others, if you've ever seen a movie like that, to where you you really don't know where this is, you kind of, you have an idea where this is going, but then when that twist ending gets thrown in there, it throws you completely off. Um, but, but this movie in particular was just, I thought it was going to be like a, oversaturated you know kind of like almost like a creature feature you know I was thinking it was gonna be like Chucky you know when he puts on the suit he kind of morphs into another character or, or not like Chucky but kind of like Moon Knight like he's waking up in these vicarious positions and he's like he doesn't remember and I thought I was gonna and I legit thought it would have been like Moon Knight like what the f where is this going and then as the story progresses and as it gets more the, the suit starts to become a little bit more devious and the character kind of then turns on him. And then it becomes more so a fight for not only his sanity, but, you know, for his loved ones. But then I was like, damn. So when the final showdown occurs, you realize that it things are not what they seem. And then they have that, then they have that great moment. And, you know, the only, the, what I remember was, um, I immediately thought of the sixth sense when it gets to that ending, like in the sixth sense, the twist ending, if you've never seen The Sixth Sense, I'm going to spoil it for you. So, in The Sixth Sense, the movie stars Bruce Willis and Haley Joe Osmond. Haley Joe Osmond is this young kid who supposedly can see dead people, and Bruce Willis is a therapist helping him. Well, the twist ending uh, that comes out of freaking nowhere is the fact that Bruce Willis has been a ghost this entire time. And that's what, you know, gets that. I was like, holy shit. Now, in Puka, it's not that... I don't want to say it's not that shocking when you realize that, you know, it's kind of becoming going around and around. But it, when the, the twist ending comes to, like when we get to that final shot in the movie and it plays that tracking shot of kind of going back and looking at all the excerpts in the movie, like what happens during these blackouts. And it kind of, you know, it kind of connects the dots and everything kind of flows together like clockwork. You know, my mouth was on, my mouth was left hanging open. It was just crazy. I was like, wow, that's crazy. That is really good. That's a really smart and thoughtful filmmaking. Rather than a man who thinks he's going crazy, you have a man who has already collected himself, but because of the innocence of this, this character, Puka, he now has to relive it, thinking that, you know, he's beaten his past. But, you know, then in reality, this it's almost like a setup. You know, you have to come to terms with the you have to come to terms with your past and the idea that what you did does not dictate who you go. But the choices that we make, you know, some stuff like that, you know, you it, there's no right. There's right and wrong. And you got to sometimes you got to live with it. And 
the idea of survivor's remorse and everything like that kind of lingers there a little bit. And I thought, you know, when I heard they were coming out with a part two, I said, damn, how would they do that? You know, how would they go from there, from a psychological thriller to something completely different? Because I thought, I was like, well, if you're going to go into a sequel, it'd have to be something different. You know, like if you've ever seen the movie Creep, and I highly recommend seeing both of those movies, Creep 1 and Creep 2. Those are on Netflix. Definitely check those out. Um, but go the route to where it plays out as the same scenario, just in reverse, so to speak. But th- it works different with Puka. Rather than being a psychological thriller, you can make it so much to where, you know, you kind of get more of a background on Puka rather than, you know, giving it a straight up, you know, rather than tell- kind of telling the same story all over again. And I won't get into the sequel. I'm going to save the sequel for another episode. Uh, so we'll, we'll kind of go from there. But to be honest, I was kind of disappointed the direction they went in Puka 2. Uh, or Puka Lives, whatever they're going to call it. Uh, but yeah. But anyway, this first Puka was actually pretty good. You know, I thought it was great. The cinematography was great. The monster, when the monster, well, I don't want to call it a monster. Because it kind of does look like a kid's toy. And, um, but when the toy turns on the main character and realizes and and it comes to the realization that it also serves as a symbiote the more the main character puts on the suit the more the suit becomes becomes to a, a part of his life essentially to the point where he literally when he takes it off the air his airways kind of close up and um I thought all uh, very fascinating things about the suit. My only complaint about it is that they they gave you more so of a backstory on all our characters except for the Puka character. They, it's like they created it to be the new mascot for Christmas to kind of replace Santa Claus and things like that. And it worked out. I mean, the toy sold like crazy. The guy started to become a little bit more successful and things like that but slowly but surely you know he's making these the suit starts taking hold of him the more like i said the more he puts on the suit the more of his sanity kind of deteriorates in a way that it's just fascinating and then when it all blows up in your face at the end it's like shit this is not where i thought this movie was going i was very impressed i gotta say i'm, I'm a little pissed off that it kind of took me like three years to kind of see that because like I said, the movie came out in 2018. I did see it in 2020 during the whole pandemic. I had to rewatch it again. Um, I think it was over Memorial Day weekend, and then I, I watched it uh, uh, this past weekend and uh, things like that and to kind of get a feel for it. But every single time that I watched it, I was very impressed. Uh, I was still impressed throughout the entire way, even though I've seen it now maybe four or five times now. Um, uh, I'm still impressed very impressed with that movie uh very impressed with the direction it went very impressed with the writing very impressed with the execution it does kind of have earmarks of certain cheesy cliches of of traditional horror films but at the same time it's the execution and then the final act of the movie when you realize that that really kind of makes it kind of come all the way home and things like that it's really good i think it's severely underrated uh, but if you have Hulu, I would definitely check it out. I'd probably I'd give it a, either a 7.5 or even a solid 8 out of 10. I think it's really good. Um, like I said, there is a sequel, but I'm going to save the sequel for another episode. So Because there's some stuff in there that really kind of threw me off. And it's a vastly different movie and a different tone from 
the the previous ones but anyways guys that's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode uh be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets whether you have anchor spotify apple podcast iHeartRadio, pandora uh google play um odyssey wherever you're getting your podcast from be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets whether it's instagram or twitter the madhouse 21 have you guys seen puka have you are you guys a fan of the hulu series into the dark i think they're on their third season now because this was season one season two recently came out and then i think i want to say they kept going uh but i'm not too sure because you know a lot of stuff on since then you know since the pandemic a lot of shit on hulu has come out and there's some stuff in there that I'm definitely checking out now. Um, but, yeah, be on the lookout for more episodes as they come. Uh, just dropped my episode for Emergency. And if you've heard that one, you know that we are steadily uh, trying to catch up with all the, the hit shows that are have recently dropped. Kenobi, Miss Marvel already dropped. And there's a couple of other things that have come out that I'm definitely going to check out. Follow my Jurassic Park series, which we are on the fifth and final chapter as of now. That'll probably be coming out later today. And then, of course, later on this weekend, um, uh, we will be dropping an official review for Jurassic World Dominion, which is supposedly going to be the sixth and final chapter in the Jurassic Park series. So look forward to that. Be on the lookout for anything and everything that comes out of this podcast. And, of course, as always, guys, be sure to embrace your inner madness.